Love Talk Radio. This song that is coming in on the radio. I just want to put that on the CD and uh, play it on tonight's broadcast. That I can make it with Jesus. Yes, I can make it with Jesus. There's no doubt in my mind I can make it with Jesus Christ. God is a good God and He's worthy to be praised. And you can make it with Jesus. I don't care who you are, you can make it with the Lord Jesus Christ. God will make a way for you. He'll provide for you. He'll open doors that's been closing your face. I'm telling you, there's nothing that you can go through that Christ cannot bring you through it, bring you out of it, and give you the victory over it. Jesus can do that. There's no doubt in my mind. Jesus Christ can bring you out of any situation. I don't care what it is. Jesus Christ can bring you out of it. I don't care what it is. Jesus Christ can bring you out of any situation. I don't care what the situation is. My, my message today is simply this. We can make it in Jesus. We can make it in Jesus Christ. You can make it in Jesus. You can. I can. We can. You can make it in Jesus Christ. That's my topic today. We can make it in Jesus Christ. Yes, you, you can make it. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care how long you've been in it, you can make it in Jesus Christ. He can bring you out. There's no doubt in my mind. Jesus Christ can bring you out. What's this here? Jesus Christ can bring you out. What is it? Oh, resume. Yes, Jesus can bring you out. I don't care who it is. I don't care what your problems are. Jesus Christ can bring you out. There's nothing too hard for Jesus Christ. Nothing. We can make it in Jesus. Look, the Bible clearly tells us in Philippians chapter 4, verse number 13. I'm going to get out find that for you right now. Put my read it to you. For you that's on Facebook, but you that's looking on live screen, you can see it because I'm putting it up. Look what it says, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. That's the God's word translation of the Bible. I can do everything. I can do everything. I don't care how bad it is. I can do it. I don't care how many lies they tell on you. I don't care how much money you owe. Christ can give you the victory. And you can pay those bills. There's no, there's no if and then buts about it. Christ can get you out of anything. I don't care what it is. I don't care. You can make it. As long as you got Jesus Christ, you can make it. There's no if and then buts about it. You can make it in Jesus' name. I don't care who you are. You can make it. I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your ethnicities might be. But you can make it in Jesus. He said, I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. I know it's hard. It's hard right now. But you coming out, God's going to bring you out. 
because he's a God that can make a way. The word Christ means the anointed one. It, it's the Greek word for, for a translated of the Hebrew word Messiah. Christ is the Messiah. He's Jesus. He can bring you out. He can bring you out. And you know what? It's, it's mentioned 514 times in the New Testament. The word Christ, 514 times mentioned. He can bring you out. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. God said, I'll bring you out. Don't you give up. <laughs> I know it's rough right now. If you're a married woman, your husband could have cheated on you, could have left you. You might have two or three children. He could have died. I don't know. But Christ is going to give you the ability to come out of that situation. Look, the word Christ, it denotes that he was anointed for consecration. He, he was anointed himself to consecrate you and I. I, I I've been through some lot, a lot of things in my life. I don't think I haven't had it. But Christ always brought me out. I remember about ooh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I was in New York, and uh, one of my friends, good friends, called me on the phone. He said, Pastor Spouse, I said, yeah. Have you looked in the Daily News lately? The newspaper, the Daily News. I said, no, why? He said, they got your property in there for sale. What? For taxes. My, I was behind on my taxes. Do you know Christ brought me out? <laughs> I went downtown the next say I think the same deal the next day one. And I made an agreement with them and paid my taxes off because Christ always makes a way. Sister Jones, God bless your kids of Jones. I'll see you out there. Good evening. God always makes a way. I don't care how bad things look. You Look, I was actually put out of church once. I was, I was a member of the Living Waters Church of God in Christ. And I told them that the Lord, when I got saved, that uh, my wife and I had separated, and I was shacking up. So I told the pastor, I told everyone knew it. And so then another church that I was fellowshiping with, was Living Water Church, um, church of God, right? And he gave me a license to be a minister. Now, this is back in 19, uh, that's saved in 77, so up in 78. And so when I went back to the church and told my church that God had called, well, they had an evening service, and they let me be the, uh, uh, you know, the one that uh, operated the evening service. So while I was talking, I told them how that the Lord had gave me a certificate to preach the gospel from another church. I didn't know it was going to be no problem. And, man, the next day, that was on a Sunday, my pastor Elder J.J. White, I'm going to call his name, came to my business. I opened my garage at 8 I had a garage. I opened it up at 8 o'clock. So I looked up and there he was parked on the street. I said, where's my pastor doing over here? So when I opened the garage door, he came in, had his head down. He said, Brother Starks, are you a pastor? 
my church just won't have you. Huh? Boy, you know how it felt, kind of, tell you how it felt. Any, any of you ever been baptized? You remember when you stepped in the water and the water was cold? And then you kept on moving down, then when they dipped you, you was all right. But I felt that in reverse. When my pastor was talking to me, I got cold in the top of the head. And as he kept talking, he kept talking. And it finally went all over me. He reached in his pocket. I don't know how much money it was. I really don't. He said, well, Brother Lonnie, I'm going to give you this. Or Brother Ella, no, no, sir. Call me. Brother Stocks, I'm going to give you this. But we, we can't use you no more in our church. Do you know I was put out of church? I was hurt. Man, I was hurt. I was young in the Lord. I just got to say that 33 years old. And so, man, I, I just didn't know what to do. Mama's dead. Daddy's dead. I got I had nobody but my pastor. So I went to the other pastor, the one that lies to me, and I told him what happened. He said, yeah, well, you know, they, they, they're very strict on that. It was the Church of God in Christ. That's the name of the church. And I'm not putting down Church of God in Christ. Don't y'all get me wrong. I'm just saying that happened in my case. And so my pastor at the other church, when they gave me the license, he encouraged me. He said, God called you. Man didn't. And, 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 and I stayed with God. Here I am now. The 15th of this month made 45 years. Christ brought me out of that situation, brought me over it. And about a year later, maybe two years later, the same bishop that put me out <laughs> called me and said, I want you to come and I want to talk to you. So I went over to talk to him. And he had this beautiful house over there in Brownsville, Brownsville section of Brooklyn. And he's, man, gorgeous. So he invited me to his house. He said, Brother Starks, now I've been preaching again, been about a year. He said, Brother Starks, I want to tell you that I made a mistake. I shouldn't have listened to the congregation. I want you to come back with us. And I'm a, I'm a member of the ordination board of the Church of God in Christ. If you'll come back, Brother Starks, I'll ordain you national evangelist of the Church of God in Christ. Now, this was about 1968, uh, 78, rather. I say, me? And, and at the same time, <laughs> I had a, a, one of my customers uh, was telling me that their church needed a pastor. And they was, gave me an opportunity to come and be a pastor of their church. That was about 1979, maybe, because I started pastoring in 82. And I, I, tur- I said, Pastor, I can't do it. And the church that wanted me to pastor them over there on uh, Broadway, I think it was, I told them I couldn't do it. And then there was another church, um, Methodist Church down on uh, Evergreen and, and Evergreen and um, Flushing Avenue. They asked me to come. They wanted me to come down and be a pastor. I said, no, I can't do it. I said all that to you all to let you know. You may be turned down, overlooked, forgotten about, but God didn't forget you. He's going to give you the picture to come out of it. Jesus Christ is going to give you the victory to overcome it. You're going to outlast whatever's going on. 
See, see, I, I, I've been through it myself. I remember in 19, uh, I started pastoring in 1982. Um, I think it was 1982. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was May of 1982 when I started my first pastorship. And uh, I think in 84, uh, 85, the Lord put on my heart to go to Israel. And so I was telling my congregation about it and so forth and so on and got hooked up with a, a, a person and they hooked me up and we sponsored a trip to, to the Holy Land, 1985. Now I only had at that time about 25 or 30 members tops. 30 was tops. And all the big preachers there in New York told me, Stocks, what are you doing? How are you going to go to Israel? You ain't got no members. You just started using your new kid on the block. I said, but the Lord told me. This is stocks. Forget it. You can't go to no Israel. Now, guess what? I've been to Israel three times. <laughs> I've been to Egypt. I've been to Africa. I've been to Rome. I've been to Jordan. I've been to... Four, three, I've been to Israel, the same place that said I couldn't go. I've been there three times, three times. I first I've been to Rome, been to Africa, I've been to uh, uh, Jordan and Jordan, I've been to Jordan, I've been to uh, Kentucky, places that said I couldn't go. What I'm telling you all tonight, in Jesus Christ, there ain't no limits. No matter what they say you can't do, with Christ you can do it. No matter what they put on you, with Christ he'll bring you out of it. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you another story. And this was this has not been that long ago. I think in 19, uh, 2014, I think, I think it was 2014, must have been like May. And uh, this particular preacher, he's, he's a bishop. He's a bishop now. <laughs> and he came to me on a Friday, and he said, uh, Brother Starks, I need $200, uh, so and so and so. So I loaned him $200. Well, Sunday morning, that preacher came out of church where I pastored. He was a bishop, and I had his own church. But he came to my church that Sunday morning. The church that I pastor. And, well, we had a good time that Sunday. It was in 2014. And then he came back Sunday afternoon. And he brought one of his members with him. Well, that was good. I'm, you know, it's good to see him. And then I was glad to see him. <laughs> and so Monday morning, around 8.30 or 9, by 9 a.m., I was at my house in, in New York, Brooklyn, New York. I was asleep. Phone rang and I answered it. Hello? Yeah, Bishop, this is this is uh Bishop so and so. I was in your church yesterday, morning service and evening service. I borrowed two hundred dollars on you last Friday. Bishop, I need to ask you one more question. I need one more favor. I said, What is it? He said, I need to borrow a thousand dollars. They put a doggone boot on my car. You know, the city of New York, you don't pay your place. 
uh, your tickets. They'll put a boot on your car where you can't move it. So they had put a boot on this car because he had some outstanding parking tickets. He wanted to borrow a thousand dollars. I said, I said, I said, Bishop, I got to put about that. Now in my mind, <laughs> I said, Well, he borrowed two hundred. If you don't pay me that back up, he just lost two hundred dollars. But if I loan, and I had the money now, if I loan this man another thousand, he don't pay me back. That's twelve hundred dollars. I said, the best thing for me to do is just tell him I don't have it. So I told him I didn't have it. Guess what that man did? <laughs> Ted French, I just seen you up there. God bless you, sir. That, that, he's a bishop now. He called me back, cursed me out, saints. Called me everything but a child of God, oh, Lord. He said, all you preachers is just alike. He said, when you get yours, you ain't thinking about nobody else. And he called me all kind of names. He said, now he was a bishop. This is in 2014. And he said, I'm going to send some lesbians to your church. I'm going to burn it to the ground. I'm just telling you, no matter what you go through, Christ going to bring you out. Now, I was hurt. I, I ain't going to lie to you. I was hurt. But me, I trust God. I said, Lord, it's in your hand. Well, he didn't pay me back the $200. And a year later, he called me. About a, maybe a year and two months later. It was in the summertime of 2015. And he said, uh, Mr. Starks? I said, yeah. You remember me? I'm so-and-so, so. I said, okay. He said, you know, I, I borrowed $200 from you. I want to pay you back. I said, Hallelujah. <laughs> He said, do, you, do y'all take credit cards? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, you, you're at the church now? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, I'm being on to your church in a few minutes. Stay there. So he came over and gave me that credit card. And when he gave it to me, he said, listen, listen, brother, stop. Don't take out for $200 because that's all I got. I run that card through for $200. It said, approved. I said, hallelujah. <laughs> he paid me the $200 back. Now, that, that might not sound like much to you all, but I'm trying to tell you, you might be going through some financial situations. Somebody might have some money held up on you, and they may not want to pay you. They may be done all kinds of things against you. But God is still sovereign. God is omnipotent. That means he got all power. He's omniscient. That means he knows everything. God knows everything. There's no weapon formed against you that can prosper. Thank you, Brother Ted French. I don't care what he, what he is. God is super. I was reading this morning in the book of Genesis how God made everything. I thought about it. The fish, the fowl of the air, mankind, and the sun and the moon. Everything that God made he said, and it was good. And then the Bible says, I looked in the third chapter of Genesis. I was reading this this morning. Now, I read the Bible several times, but this morning I read it again. And the Holy Spirit showed me where the, the, the serpent were more, more subtle than anything that God had made. So the word subtle, I looked it up again today. It means subject to 
receive and subject to listen. So the Bible clearly says, I was looking at Thompson Chang's Bible, and he said, no, uh, Matthew Henry Bible, I think it was, but Mr. Matthew Henry said, right there is when Satan jumped in the snake, the serpent, and according to uh, some of the things I read, the serpent used to have legs and stood up like you and I. And, and he went to that woman that God made for Adam, which was named Eve, and said to her, has God said that you cannot eat of the tree of good and evil? And she said, yeah, he said, you can't eat, you can't touch. Well, that's not what God said. He said, not the day you eat it, you shall die. So he got that woman to eat of that fruit. And the Bible said he, she gave some to her husband, and he ate it. And on the cool of the day, the Bible says that God came in the garden walking, and Adam and Adam and his wife had took figs and sold on themselves, and they was hiding from God. Now guess what? God made man from the dust of the earth. God already know everything about you. He made Eve from Adam. So why would they hide from God? So when God said, Adam told God, Adam told God, well, I heard your voice, and I was hiding because I was naked. And God said to Adam, who told you that you was naked? And then God said, did you eat of the tree that I told you not to? And Adam come clean. He said, yeah, my wife gave it to me, and I ate. God went to Eve. She said, well, the servant told me, and it looked good, so I ate it. And God told the serpent, you're cursed above all else, and you'll never walk again. You're going to crawl on your belly, breathe dust for the rest of your life. And then he told, God told the devil, Satan, I put enmity between you and this woman of mankind. And God says to the serpent, man will crush your head. You'll, you'll try to get man's feet, but God, he's going to crush you. So God told us right back then in Genesis that he got all power. Sisters and brothers, I'm going to turn to it right now. God tells us in Genesis chapter 3 that he got all power. There's no power that God don't have. Listen, I'm going to read something to you. In Genesis chapter 3, and I'm going to look at verse number uh, 13. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And then verse 14, And the Lord said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all animals, above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shall thou go, and thus shall thou eat all the days of thy life. Thank you all know why serpent is calling because God put him down there. I'm telling you, if you got Jesus in your life, no devil, no counterweight can destroy you. You are more than a conqueror. You're going to win. That's what God said. In verse 15, and the Lord said, I will put everything between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, 
and he shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Satan can try, but he can't stop you. God has got more power than the devil. Let me tell you something. If Satan could whip God, we couldn't be saved. But the Bible said, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Let me tell you all something. Paul said it in Philippians chapter number 4, verse number 13. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things. All things. In Ephesians chapter 3, in verse number 16, the Bible said that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. In the inner, oh God. God said he'll give you strength. Don't give up, my sister. Brother, don't you give up. God's going to give you strength. You're going to come out of this situation. Oh, then Colossians chapter 1, Colossians now. I'm going to read this to you. Colossians chapter 1, verse number 11. The Bible says this right. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. God going to give you strength. God going to give you power. Listen, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody that can help you. And that somebody is Jesus Christ. He can bring you out. He can, I don't care what it is. He can bring you out. Over there in James chapter 2, James chapter 2, verse number uh, 18. Listen very carefully. Yet a man may say, thou hast faith and have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. What is James saying? God gonna give him strength. God gonna give you strength. You're not gonna lose, my brother. You're not gonna lose. Stay with God. You're gonna win. I'm telling you, you're gonna win. In the book of Second Timothy, chapter four. Second Timothy, chapter four. I'm gonna read this to you. Say, notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known. And that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. God delivered out of the mouth. Paul said, I was in the mouth of the The lion was trying to consume me. But God delivered him. You, do you feel like you're being consumed today? Do you feel like things are just so bad? And you feel like it's, there's no way out? But I'm telling you right now, God's going to bring you out of that situation. God is going to bring you out of it. God is going to bring you over it. And God is going to bring you through it. Don't you give up. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 17, please listen. If you're looking on, on live stream, you can see it. Facebook, you just got to take my word and get your Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 17. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me, the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. Good God, I'm sorry. I couldn't tell you all to this. Be encouraged. Don't give up. God is on your side. First Timothy chapter 1, give me the leave you now. Verse number 19 says, 
And this is from the Amplified Bible. First Timothy chapter 1, verse number 19. Listen very carefully. Holding fast to faith, that leaning, excuse me, that leaning on the everlasting human personality on God in absolute trust and confidence and having good, clear conscience by rejecting and thrusting from them their conscience. Some individuals have made shipwreck of their faith. In other words, if you start trusting man and don't trust God, you're going to lose every time. I got to go. I'm getting ready to get myself out of here. I've been out here a while. But I tell you, oh, the girls say over there on, the, on Blanc Talk Radio, I got 60 seconds. So let me get ready to get out of here. And I love you tonight. Please listen to my extra. You can call me tonight if you want to speak to me. 252-214-0799. God bless you. Take a listen. Go. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm sorry no. that God is good. I'm glad that you were there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. It's the Lord come into my heart and say, man, he'll do that. He'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, if you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ. Again, my phone number is 252-214-0799. Have a good evening. God bless you. I love you. Got to get up and get out of here now. Got to go. Got to go. Okay, let's stop this over here. Okay, and that. And.